Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam, a podcast about navigating adolescence without losing our minds. Each week, I guide you around the teenage landmines with practical tips, simple solutions, and words of encouragement. I'm your host, Dr. Cam. Let's get on with the show. Good morning, calm parents. Welcome to Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. This is where we share practical tips, useful insight, and words of encouragement to help us parent our teens more peacefully, more positively, and from a place of calm. I'm your host, Dr. Cam, and today I am joined by my dear friend, Heather Frazetti. Heather, I'm so happy to see you here. Welcome. Hey, thank you welcome, so much. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm going to read your bio so okay. people know who, what you're all about. As a busy mother of three, Heather became a holistic health coach to fulfill her passion for helping busy parents like us improve their health, their happiness, and their family life. Heather specializes in nutrition and self-care to support immune system health, and in her spare time, enjoys spending time with her family and friends, running, gardening, practicing yoga, and writing. You sound like a busy mom, too. <laughs> I definitely am. <laughs> you I know, know you are. So, yes. Heather, what exactly is a holistic health coach, and why do you do it? Why do you love it so much? Oh, great questions. So a holistic health coach, as a holistic health coach, I work with my clients, not only on their nutrition, but also on all of the things that nourishes us off of the plate. So things like our relationships and our career and exercising, there's a lot of different things that we discuss. Because as we all know when we're not happy in some er other aspects of our life, it's really hard to make the right food choices, right? Mm -hmm. So we tend to gravitate towards comfort foods or things that might not be as healthy for us when we are feeling really taxed or, or stressed out. There's lots of different reasons why we, we make the choices Heather, I even that we do. I make those choices when I'm happy too. So yes, I <laughs> yes. Good point. Great point. Great so point. So we go to the comfort room. Really quick, you're getting, this is rubbing against your um, jacket oh, a little bit. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, okay. no worries. I just want to people to be able to hear you. So I know okay. you wanted to start off teaching us something right away. Because yes. um, this is, I am always helping parents and it's all about parenting from a place of calm. It's so hard to get to that place. So you've so got something you can teach us to help us get there. I do. The tool that I would love to teach you guys today is called the big five. And that's the only thing you need to remember is the number five. So with this tool, I teach all of my clients this tool. I also have taught several people in workshops this tool. And you can use this tool whenever you're feeling really overwhelmed or stressed out either during the situation that you're in, or you can use this tool when you find a nice quiet spot somewhere. Um, so it doesn't matter. And you can also use this tool if you wake up in the middle of the night, sometimes like I do mm -hmm. with your mind racing, mm -hmm. you can use this tool to soothe yourself back to sleep. Nice. So this is called the big five. And what I'd like everybody to do is to find a comfortable spot in their chair 
and with your hands find a comfortable place for your hands usually mine are on my lap um, with palms facing upwards but that's what's comfortable for me so find a comfortable position for your hands and for your bodies and i'd like for you guys to close your eyes and start to focus on your breathing breathing in and out of your nose and what we're going to do is we're when i give you the prompt. We're going to start breathing in and out of our nose on the count of five. We're going to breathe in through the, for the count of five. We're going to hold it for a count of five, and then we're going to breathe out of our nose for a count of five. And we're going to do that five times. So starting now, let's go ahead and breathe in. Two, three, four, five. Hold. Two, three, four, five. Breathe out two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, five. Hold, two, three, four, five. Breathe out, two, three, four, five. Breathe in, two, three, four, five. Hold, two, three, four, five. Breathe out, two, three, four, five, breathe in, two, three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, breathe out, two, three, four, five, breathe in, two, three, four, five, hold, two, three, four, five, breathe out, two, three, four, five, and very slowly, when you're feeling it, you can go ahead and open your eyes and start to wiggle your fingers and your toes. How do you feel? <laughs> oh, so much calmer and relaxed. Right? I love that. Mm -hmm. Heather, the problem that I always face is I feel so much better once I've done that. But getting myself to do that when I'm in a state of stress, mm -hmm. And, and this is with my daughter too. Like my daughter will get very stressed out. I'll be like, just breathe. And it's like, wow, you know, yes. I'm not saying, but you're, it's so hard to, to get yourself to breathe, even yes. though you're going to feel better. So what advice can you give us when we're just like, I don't want to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best advice that, that I can give to the parents is to really, you can use this technique while you are communicating with your child, with your, with your teenager, right? You can use this. Um, it's a, it's a very powerful tool. And then I, when you're in a place of calm and you, when you and your teenager come back to a place of calm, this is a tool you can teach them to use too. And I have taught friends and clients and they use it with their children as mm -hmm. well. So, and it's something that when it's, you start to feel your, um, that overwhelming sense of your, you know, your blood pressure increases, your heart is racing. That's your sympathetic nervous system on overdrive. That's mm. basically, it's like, you know, the fight or flight mode, you're in that fight mode. And so giving your teenagers that tool or tools to be able to help bring them back to a place of calm. And it might be something where it takes a bit of time and a couple, a few instances of this to really kind of get into the groove um, mm -hmm. for both of you to use yeah. it. But just being able to remind them, okay, this is a time to take us, maybe, maybe we need to step away for a few minutes and 
practice it on our own individually in two separate spaces yeah. and then come back when we're both calm. Yeah. So we can have a conversation about the things that you want to discuss with me. So it's I a very like power, powerful tool. I have taught that tool to um, physician's assistants in an ER that work yeah. in an ER and they, that's a tool that they can use when they're in a high stress situation with a patient too. Mm -hmm. So um, it's very powerful. It is because we can't think straight when we're not calm. No. And so we make, we say things and we make decisions and we do things that we later regret and feel guilty about yes. and aren't the most effective. 100%. So making sure that at least us as the parent is calm um, then we're modeling that for our kids. So I love that. This is great. Yay, so what else do you like, tell us more about what you do. Sure. So a lot of, I spend a lot of time talking to talking with my clients about other things other than food. We do talk about a lot about food and the food choices that they make and the things we try to find the right foods for their bodies because everybody's different. Mm -hmm. We are bio individuals, meaning what works for me might not be the same thing that works for you. So it's my job to help my clients figure out what foods are the best for their bodies, as well as talk to them about the other things like the relationships we talk about, friendships, we talk about relationships with family, we talk about all of these things, um, their career, if they're not happy in their career, things that they can do. I help them work through all the steps that they can do to get to a happier place with their career. Right. Um, if they're not exercising, we know now that exercise, even just a walk every day outside, just walking is exercise and mm -hmm. doing something every day really helps our bodies and our minds um, come back to that place of calm, right? So explain so. to us too the importance of getting out and getting that walk because I know from as you know a mom that's helping my daughter with her schoolwork. I'm doing my online my job full time. Yes. It's hard to find time to fit in that walk. It right? is, and so I think part of it is why should we? Why do we need to fit that in? So it's really important for a number of reasons. Um, first and foremost, when you're taking a walk in particular, it activates your parasympathetic nervous system. So that is what takes us out of that fight or flight mode and it relaxes, it, it sends the relaxed signal to our bodies, our bodies. So what that does is it helps our hormones to be regulated. It helps our food. When our bodies are in a relaxed state, our food digests better, mm. our blood pressure goes down. We're just, it's a very different response than being in that fight or flight mode. It's the, op the opposite. So mm -hmm. all of these internal functions become more um, regulated and it's kind of get your body into the, the, the state that it wants to be in, which is more of a relaxed state. Yeah. So all of these other things, your sleep is impacted too. So getting a little bit of exercise every day, just 20 minutes, 30 minutes, trying to fit it in is so key. Um, during quarantine, it's been really hard, right? Because getting out and you know, it, to a lot of people, I think it's, it feels like you're exposing yourself mm -hmm. to others, but taking a walk outside is relatively safe. Mm -hmm. When I walk with my family, we try to avoid other people as much as possible, right? Yeah. Cross over the street. I hate you doing that, but you have I hate to. Doing I know, it I feel rude. I'm always like, I see you. It's not right. of you. I'm right. Rude. And they're like, we get it. We're the same. You yes. Know, it just it feels rude. 
but it also can become part of your routine and it can be a really special time that you have with your family mm -hmm. and my right like my yeah. 12 my 12 year old and i have made it a routine to walk every night mm -hmm. and we do this after dinner and she'll ask me now at dinner we're walking tonight right mm -hmm. you know and i mean okay. it was it was like pulling teeth to get her out the first like week doing this i mean but she was so sedentary during the day mm -hmm. and i knew that she'd sleep better she digest her food better. I knew all of these things would fall into place if I could just get her outside and walking for 20 or 30 minutes a day. So it's so important, um, not just for our bodies, but also for our minds, mm. you know, and, and, and for that connection, because yes. you're, in a, you're in a very calm place where you can just talk about what's going on. And it's not about grades and school. It can just be about life, right? That's right. So you can have that time, which I love. Yes. And I tend to let her guide. Mm. during these walks. Mm -hmm. I just try to keep my, I just try to stay quiet mm -hmm. and not say anything and let her talk about what's going on in her world and in yeah. her mind. And I think that's why she enjoys that time so much because absolutely it's, it's her time, you know, she gets heard. That's awesome. Yeah. So what else? I know you talk, you help a lot of people just with their stress um, and just managing their health um, what else can you tell us that can help? So, so aside from exercising, walking, the breathing exercises, there's so many other things that you can do to cope or to, um, that you can do to kind of activate your parasympathetic nervous system. So other ideas of things that you can do, um, to kind of get your body back into that relaxed state. And this is something that the first thing I'm going to mention is something that we as adults forget to do. Um, is create. So one of the things that you can do is create anything. You can write in a journal, a gratitude journal. You can paint, you can draw. It's really, you, you can use a Cricut machine. If you, if you are a crafty person, <laughs> that's creating. <laughs> I know, you're all into your Cricut machine. I love it. Well, I will say the Cricut machine has, has, be, has, has won me, it's, it's won me over because I like it, but I don't like it. It's a love-hate relationship because it causes me stress <laughs> anxiety. <laughs> I, I had like so much stress in my shoulders after using that thing. I'm like, this is not helping. Okay, so that is not a good stress reliever. <laughs> not for me. Maybe it is for some people, but it's not for me. It kind of stresses me out. So, um, so yeah, that I have to use little tiny bits. Right. Little bits. Just looking at Pinterest for ideas stresses me out because I'm like, I'm not going to yes. do that. So things right? that calm you. Yes. <laughs> things that calm me are more like journaling and gratitude journal, writing every night, just a few things, three things, three things that you're grateful for mm. that day. It, it is such a powerful tool, such a powerful tool. So um, I love to sing. And so that's one of the things that I do um, in my spare time to, to really activate my parasympathetic nervous system is I sing and that just really relaxes mm. me. Um, but there's, you can take a, an Epsom salt bath and that's relaxing. So it's really finding that thing that really helps you just feel calm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And helping your kids to find their thing because their thing is, might be different than yours. Yeah. So, and helping to make sure that they find the time every day to devote to that thing or those things. And I think it's so important what you said was their thing, because I think a lot of um, parents, including me, 
we we think we know the right thing that is the healthy good thing you know go read well my daughter hates reading that's not going to calm her down right so it's like she's like you she likes to sing so she'll sing for hours and it's like let them find the thing that works for them that they love because then they'll want to do it Mm -hmm. i don't have to tell her to do that she's you know, I have to tell her stop doing it yes. sometimes because it's like, got to do other stuff, but it's the stuff, the things that she enjoys. So, yes. And sometimes it takes, it takes a little bit of creativity on our part to kind of help them figure out. So if their thing mm. involves, you know, if their thing is martial arts in a studio with lots of other kids, we can't do that right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's some things that they like to do. So we have to kind of be a little bit creative and help them figure out how to continue nurturing those mm-hmm. things that bring them joy and help them get into that relaxed state. Um, so it, t- it can take a little bit of work sometimes, but once you find those things that work for them and yeah. you encourage them to do it, um, you know, on a daily basis, it, I think you kind of can see night and day difference. You can. In- and if you join in or ask them to teach you how to do it, um, they love teaching parents. They love kids love to be the authority and yes. the ones that know something. And so yes. when parents say, can you teach me how to do this? Even if it's video games, like my nephew was so into video games and he would teach us. And I'm terrible, terrible at video games, but it was such a good bonding and we laughed a lot. Um, experience. So yes. instead of saying, don't play those, spend time with the family, you go, you know what? Let's spend time as a family doing what he loves to do. And they're going to, oh, just, it opens it up so much. It's amazing. It does. I know. I love that. I love that. It does really open them up. So Heather, this has been so helpful. Oh, Anything good. else that you want us Thank to know? You. I know you've got like a wealth of information. Sure. Um, I work with my clients one-on-one and I also work with them in a group setting and I'm really hoping to um, create more groups next year. So that's a focus of mine. Mm -hmm. So I'd be happy to offer anyone who's interested a free 30-minute health consultation so we can talk about whether health coaching is the right fit Mm -hmm. for for them. So how do they find you? So my website is www.stronger-longer.com and you can sign up for a 30 minute time slot on my website. And you can also follow me on Instagram. I'm stronger.longer on Instagram and I also have Facebook too. So Stronger Longer. Can you, before you go, tell us the story, because I love this story so much, of where Stronger Longer came from. Sure. So my my mother passed away almost three years ago. And um, she had autoimmune pulmonary fibrosis, and it's a degenerative disease. And so we knew for about six years that she had this disease, and there's no cure for it. So um, during the last six years of her life, every time she had to go to pulmonary rehab or do anything that she really didn't want to do, she used the term, she used the words, I'm doing, she would just say over and over in her head, I'm doing this to stay stronger, longer, doing this to stay stronger, longer. She used that term all the time with us kids. Well, I'm doing this, Heather, to stay stronger, longer, she would Mm -hmm. tell me. And so the meaning behind that is really powerful to me because it just symbolizes the importance of living our lives for us and to stay as strong as long as we can. I love that so much. So, so thank beautiful. you. 
Yeah, no, it's so beautiful. It's such a touching story. And I just think that's such a great way to honor your mom too. Thank like you. every day you're doing that. So Heather, thank you. Thank I love you. you. You know that. I, I love you. I love you too. Madly. <laughs> Madly. <laughs> thank you. So, yes. And I still am feeling calm and teaching us to be calm. So thank you. And again, so grateful you were able to join us. And I'm so grateful oh. for all the people listening that are, I know everyone's super busy. So just yes. spending a few minutes with me and us. I'm so appreciative of, and my daughter's holding my hand going, I'm grateful for you too, mom. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much. To be <laughs> thank you so much for having me, Cam, Dr. Cam. Right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Everyone have a peaceful, calm day. Bye. I, Bye. I always wave. Why do I wave? Bye. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Parenting Teens with Dr. Cam. Make sure to visit my website, www.askdrcam.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show again. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, and hey, why not share it with a friend too? Be sure to tune in to my next episode. And remember, parenting teens may not be easy, but with my help, it can be a whole lot easier than this.